0: You're listening to Linked AM. Tell your story on Linked Live and get noticed. You're listening to Carl Wolfenden on the Business Class Show and is not always affiliated with the guests and the topics discussed. Any financial statements are the opinions of the individual, and you should seek professional advice before making any decisions. Upgrade your listening to Business Class, the show that puts you in the big leather comfy seats. So sit back and enjoy our take on the trending business issues of the week. Howdy folks, here he is. The Texas Brit, the guy with the stiff upper lip, filling his ten-gallon hat and his cowboy boots. Carl
1: Wolfenden. Morning, good morning, and
0: welcome to a Linked AM here on Business Class News. And um, you know, it's been uh, it's been a. a but well, I can't believe it's the, nearly the end of October, um, and of course, all this uh, month it's been Cyber Security Awareness Month, and we've had some really great conversations. You know, ranging from uh, my friend George Finney um, over at uh, SMU, who's the Chief cybersecurity Officer there, who wrote a book called "Be Aware." and um and of course my friends over at Lathrop gpm we were talking about putting a cyber um security plan in place as such and uh, it was quite it was quite strange it's weird how how the stars align isn't it really because i'd had that conversation with george george finney and we were talking on that interview about um how he'd was talking uh, to the Girl Scouts about how they were looking to put in a cyber security badge, etc. This was back a few years ago. And then all of of a sudden I, I look on the front page of Business Class News and there's an article about the Girl Scouts doing a cybersecurity badge in San Diego. And I thought, my goodness, I read it. And there's a great organization called Syned. And I thought, I've got to learn who these people are and have them on the show. So I did a little bit of research and and my, my, my... My team went out and found um, a great lady called Liz Frauman, um, who is the executive director over at Syned. And um, uh, she's joining me today together with Donna Woods, who's actually their academic director and also works in education on a higher scale in the high schools and education system. But they'll tell us more about that. So, Liz, Donna, thank you for joining me this morning. It's great to have you on the show.
2: Thank you for having us so much, Carl. We're honored to be here
0: absolutely thank you carl so so as i just said in the intro you know as i say there's, there's a there's a meaning there's a reason for things to happen <laughs> i think anyway and I just had this conversation uh, with, uh, with one of my guests and then all of a sudden an article appears and your organization was forefront in that, in that article about Girl Scouts and cyber awareness and cyber uh, sort of security. So tell us more. I think, Liz, I'd like you to start if you don't mind. Um, tell, um, tell us more about Syned and your organization and what your mission and goals are.
2: Senate is a nonprofit. Um, basically, if you want to get it into the nutshell, we want every to help everyone accomplish more. Um, we focus on um, educational institutions, businesses, and government. So that means everyone. Um, our our vision is to keep lifelong learning going from the very young through the very old. And there's an underpinning of cybersecurity to all of it, although it's career technology education because how can you go forward? in your career without education, whether it's through a community college, whether it's through a university, or just learning from others. We all learn something each day. If you don't, that's something you might want to consider doing is getting out and talk to other people, whether it's on the virtual environments or just a neighbor or your loved ones nearby.
0: So, what, one of the things that I, you know I, I want to understand a little bit more about, because of course the the article was focused on the Girl Scouts and that great you know program there that you were involved in, but you're not just involved with the youth organizations, are you? you it's, a, it's a it's a bigger mission, isn't it? You, you, you touched yes. on it then as in what you just said.
2: Yes, absolutely. Our mission is to help grow individuals and help them, like I said, accomplish more. Um, we want to help them find new careers. Let's say you have a college graduate. How can we help them um, find the position that they want? You have a career changer, someone who may have been laid off due to the pandemic. How can we help them find a new career pathway or change or whatever they would like to do? We have lots of services that we provide career coaching. Um, We help do compression planning for organizations that are trying to accelerate their end goals themselves. So we have a lot of uh, different things that we can provide for people. We help manage projects, help manage grants. Um, It's a solid team with a lot of experience that we bring to the table to help others accomplish.
0: So, so Donna, um, you know, we had a, a great sort of conversation off camera a, a second ago, um, but you were explaining that it, it's it's not just one entity, is it? it? It's it's a it's a partnership, and so explain a little bit more how because you're the uh, academic director, you, you you you're the the glue that gels everything together, I think. But uh, your 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 sort of your role is to really sort of bring everything you know, so it, it, it's 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 really sort of quite comprehensive for the the participants to get involved in. Is that involved in? Is that right?
1: Yes, it's absolutely correct, Carl. And as Liz said, it's an incredible teamwork effort. When you have industry partners that you're collaborating with, as well as the nonprofit other nonprofits such as the Girl Scouts or United Way, for example, that we work with, And then the academic institutions, whether they're at elementary, middle, high school or the college level, bringing them all together is really important. And as Liz said, that's what Synod is all about, right? Bringing the people together to help equip people to be those lifelong learners or achieve their goals, helping them achieve more and having those when those collaborations occur, that's where it becomes richer and deeper and more fulfilling for everybody involved. It's an absolute win-win. So just like when we were doing the cyber workshops for the Girl Scouts, it was wonderful to pull in the partners who helped develop the workbooks and having Palo Alto networks there. And then as Liz and I were able to write the curriculum and put hands-on activities in and get the students and alumni involved to want to give back to their community and participate, it became a win-win in for everybody so you're helping those students then gain some great workability skills that they need in the workplace they're training up they're working in collaborative groups they're working with time management they're designing and building curriculum and also facilitating and yet at the same time The parents joined in on the workshops with the Girl Scouts and they even said, I learned so much. I really gained so much that I can even take back to my employer. And so that's where we see the success is because it's replicatable and people love what they learn and then they're eager to share it with others.
0: I love to hear the fact that you're bringing, you know, corporate partnerships as well into this this program because, you know… I hear it so many times where you have a great mission and vision, but you just can't execute because you don't have the resources, uh, etc. And those partners are very important to actually make it happen. Um, and to be quite honest, you know, what I've seen and because I've been involved in a few of these is that it actually is, especially when you're bringing the youth into the question, it's their future workforce. So if they're seen to be, you know, showing that they're helping them at this stage at the grassroots, then it particularly Potentially, could be future you know employees down the road. So I love how you're bringing partners into the into the mix as such.
1: How well, did you hit? I'm sorry, no, you, you he- hit. Go ahead. Because, because so many of the industry partners that were involved and participated with us were excited, and even their quotes. Because you had Palo Alto Networks and Booz Allen Hamilton, and every one of them said, "These students are so bright. These girls, everyone they've worked with, they get excited because they don't get to see." often what's going on in these type of opportunities, right? The cyber workshops and uh, the different events that go on. They don't always get to make those connections. So that is our role as Synod. We help bring those partnerships together and they do get to see their future workforce and they get very excited.
0: Uh, that's absolutely really, oh my goodness this is I, I love this conversation because it's everything that i've ever wanted you know the show to be is what you're saying you're doing because you're, you're bringing uh, partners together you're, you're moving a mission and vision forward and you're helping everybody out so how did you get involved with the girl scouts just out of interest how did that part the, uh, program happen happen it,
2: it, well it's actually a two-phase piece right. carl years ago in 2010 an organization that I ran won an award from the White House uh, for the best community program in the nation. And Vince Cerf, who is one of the fathers of the Internet, happened to be in the audience at the White House. And he goes, what we need is Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts involved. So that, that was in July. And so the following October, the organization that I was with at the time made the first cyber patch for the Girl Scouts. They wouldn't call it a badge at that time. And then a few years later, I think it was 2016, Palo Alto Networks stepped up and worked with the Girl Scouts nationally to actually formalize a a badge for the Girl Scouts. Now, Donna
1: has a great story here,
2: so I'm going to ping her and say, Donna, pick it up from there, girl. (laughs) Okay,
1: Liz, and this is where it's fun, like you said, Carl, how it all starts just coming together in a natural way. It was so exciting because then the Inland Empire chapter of Girl Scouts reached out to our program at our school district. They knew we had a cyber academic pathway, and the troop leaders and the director said, we don't know anything about cybersecurity, but we want our girls to be able to earn their badges. And so it was really great when I held my first few meetings with them, and I saw the workbooks and who they were designed by, it was really easy and natural for us to reach out to Palo Alto since we already had that partnership established with them. And we worked with their curriculum directors and we asked if they would give you know approval and consent to Liz and I then uh, working with not only their work, but, but modifying it to be a full hands-on workshop. And then what we did is we actually did in-person workshops for a full Saturday about a year and a half ago up at our college, Morena Valley College, and where 60 Girl Scouts came in at different levels. They rotated through the workshops so they could earn all three of their badges in a single day. And again, you had industry partners up there helping teach you had students up there and alumni teaching college faculty was there it was a wonderful again collaborative partnership and so exciting and then that's what led it. San Diego heard about it and said we want the same type of event for our girls and then we began planning with them so it's very exciting
0: so so it's it's, it's 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 rolling out isn't it it's growing yes. every time you yes. talk about it so yes. what's what's the what's the plans for the future
2: well, we actually, um, it's interesting, Carl, because when we got to the point of having, we wrote it for another in-person um, event workshop, right, for right. the girls, and with the pandemic, we had to spin quickly and readjust, so it was about three months later than we had orig- originally planned. And some of the Girl Scouts were saying, well, we could probably do this ourselves. And when they actually went through the workshop, they went, oh, my God, this is incredible. And so we now have companies saying we want to help make sure this goes forward. We focused on the Daisies, the Brownies, and the Juniors. And the vision that we have for the Girl Scouts, for the cadets, the seniors, and the ambassadors, is especially for the ambassadors, we want to have companies step up and offer internships for the girls that are going through that process. Mm -hmm. And again, now we have a continuum where you have them getting their badges, they've shown an interest, they've shown that they're excited about this kind of career pathway. And the companies would then be able to do mock interviews with the girls and watch the talent grow and bring them into their organizations. It, It becomes this lifelong learning a pathway to take these girls into cybersecurity careers.
0: That is fantastic. I mean, yeah, I could tell you are, and I am as well, because, I mean, it's, it's, it's really important, isn't it, for um, us to really teach the youth uh, about the dangers of cybersecurity. Because I think we, sometimes we can get complacent. Um, but also, sometimes I learn from my kids, and you said that earlier, Liz, that yeah. we learn from the kids, and I think we, we have to learn from each other. But at the same time, we as professionals you know, you're more professional in the cyber security side than I am, but I'm a professional in certain areas. Um, but we have to teach and we have to guide, um, you know, our youth. Because if, if we just let them go out on their own, it could be a disaster in a few years' time. So it's so important because, unfortunately, there are some bad people out there and cyber mm-hmm. attacks is becoming more and more prevalent and we just don't realise how quickly this could turn into a bad situation if we don't handle it now.
2: That's spot on. That's spot on. Absolutely spot on, Carl. And what we like to say is that you need to practice good cyber hygiene. There isn't a restaurant or public place you go into where there's a restroom that doesn't say, wash your hands, right? Mm -hmm. So we all know that. On the same hand, if a child is given a cell phone, we call them cell phones, they're really digital devices, right? Because you can do everything on them. Mm -hmm. Um, Are they practicing proper cyber hygiene for that device that they're handing to their child. Do they have anti-malware on it? Do they have, have they taken protection? Have they Do they have the parental controls on it that they should? Is their house protected? So these are some of the things that you can go to, stay safe online and organizations like that um, that are sponsored nationally that gives parents tips on how to make sure their youth, their children stay safer. And you'll find 9 times out of 10, they probably need some of those tips themselves, which is the fun part. Because, again, lifelong learning. We don't know what we don't know. So you have to get out there and explore and engage and be involved. And I think it's really, really important to practice proper cyber hygiene.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the um, uh, the, the book that George Finney wrote is called Be Aware. It, it, right. he, he, he autographed it and he said uh, it's everybody's role. To, 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 to make sure that cybersecurity is in place because it's so easy to click on a on an email, which is a phishing email, etc. You don't realize that's going to happen. And then all of a sudden uh, you're in trouble. So everybody's responsibility for sure. Um, so I know we've been talking about the Girl Scouts program, etc. But what other programs do you offer? And, you know, you know, how can people find out more about what you're doing?
2: Well, one of the easiest ways, Carl, for people to find out about different things that we're doing is to go to syned.org. And then the specific underlying piece with the cyber area is cyberguild.org, and that's cyber-guild.org. And we actually have had a what we call a mayor's cup that involved the entire state of California. Um, a little over, I think it was more than a year ago now, um, that we held that. And it was literally team, cyber teams in every portion of the state that competed at the same time. We had, gosh, John, I don't remember, was it 3,000 kids on the system at the same time um, all competing. And the idea was that each one of the municipalities would focus their team and the students would win the cup, but they would give it to the mayor for sponsoring them. So again, that connectivity between corporate, government, and education is so, so, so important. So you can see some of the videos. You go to the media library there on cyberguild.org. You can see the uh, different media clips that we have from there, which was just fantastic. Um, as far as other things that we do for people, um, again, we can help hold a competition for you. Um, we we can put that together for the organizations. And right now, being Cybersecurity Awareness Month, we have a lot of links there. We have, with distance learning, we have some uh, resources for parents on how to help the kids dur- learn and do more um as well as some of the fun things the fbi actually has some really fun games for the kids that are in kindergarten up through eighth grade and age-appropriate games that they offer there's a link to that on our website so a plethora of resources are there for everyone to learn and engage with and have fun
0: fantastic fantastic um donna just just a quick question you know um how, how, we talked about education, academic institutions, et cetera, um, embracing uh, cyber security, et cetera. How are you seeing that's changed over the past couple of years? I mean, uh, are, are more programs, you know, look, are more institutions looking for programs like you offer? Are you seeing there's more adoption of it?
1: Absolutely. Great question, Carl. Yes, there has been a wonderful shift in the pendulum, if we would say. Uh, Many people weren't aware, as Liz was saying, and all of us, as you said, we have technical devices. It is all our responsibility. Uh, This pandemic's even made that more knowledgeable. Um, One of the largest organizations, national organizations, is NICE K-12. And NICE is an acronym for National Initiative on Cyber Education. They have rolled out a framework which we've all been a part of. The nonprofits like SynEd and CyberGuild, along with academic institutions and industry partners, have then developed and rewritten the entire national standards and framework, which didn't exist just five years ago. So schools then, as they're adopting and looking at curriculum, whether they're universities or like Liz was talking about um, K through 12 who are trying to write pathways, Often there's a stigma that we don't know anything about cyber, we couldn't, we wouldn't be able to get teachers for cyber, and that's not it at all. It's very, they, they back away from it, they're afraid. Now they're becoming aware that, oh, yes, we do have knowledge in this area. You can have science teachers and mathematic teachers, computer science, people coming in from the industry, serving as mentors. They realize the importance of having these partnerships and relying on one another. So yes, many academic institutions are stepping up, and working together with organizations like Syned and NICE K 12, and they're seeing the bigger picture and the importance in our nation. And right now, Carl, we have over 560,000 jobs current in the United States that cannot be fulfilled yet, because we have to raise up that next generation. So it's very important for, like Liz said, and you had mentioned the government, the industry partners, everybody to begin working together, because this is not something we can outsource. We have to develop and educate the students and the adult individuals right here in our own communities.
0: I love that. Oh, I I, love that. I, we're actually coming to the end of the segment, I'm afraid. But uh, uh, what I'd love you to do is, is, if you wouldn't mind, we had a great conversation. Let's just summarize what, what, what you guys are all about, what your mission and vision. Just re- recapulate it and everything. If you wouldn't mind, just summarize it. And um, and, and I just wanted to thank you for, for joining me this morning. So if you wouldn't mind, just just summarize what SynEd is.
2: Thank you, Carl. SynEd so, um, is a nonprofit organization focused on career advancement, career technology, education, and helping lifelong learners do more. We offer services for businesses, for the government, as well as for our educational institutions. We are here to help everyone accomplish more in their career.
0: Fantastic. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Uh, uh, what a great mission and vision, and you're doing a fantastic job. I really you are really are. so thank you for joining me this morning.
1: Thank you, Carl. it's been our honor. Thank you for having us.
0: Of course, that was uh, Liz Frauman and Donna Woods uh, from Syned. And uh, literally, that was a great conversation. And um, we're going to be putting this up on the website. It'll be on all our podcast channels, etc., as well. And in the little article that we'll write underneath this, um, you'll, you'll see the links to the, what we talked about in the interview. So thank you for joining me this morning, everybody out there. As I always say, go out there, have some fun, Make some money because we're in business, but also be safe. Be safe cyber safe and be safe out there with wear your mask. So all the best and enjoy yourself today. Goodbye.